Well, Pezza, Australia win by 360 runs in the first test match of your summer, my summer, Australia's summer. There's something in this game for everyone. Runs for most guys, wickets for some guys, wickets for almost all guys. Nathan Lyon gets 500. Patriotism roars in all sorts of supremacy. Um, but I'm not happy because I want other things, I think. You know, I want new things. I want a sugar hit for some reason. You know, some people would say that this... This team that we've got right now, we being you know part of the uh, Australian fan base, the cricket team fan base, this this is likely to be the best team that we have in probably you know fifteen years. But I'm not happy, you know, and I and you know what, I'm actually never going to be happy. And that level of arrogance means that we can take down the greats in like you know winning the World Cup in India, for instance, just recently. That it's that arrogance which I think spurs us on for greater things, but. Sometimes I just want to suck off the team, you know, and, and I wonder if the players are ever like, guys, will you ever give us our flowers? You know, are you ever going to suck me off? Maybe this is the moment, Pezza, when like because every single person knows that Australia is going to win this test match. They're going to win the series. They're going to win almost every single session, nay, every single hour. But we want other things for some reason. Why, Sam Perry? Why? Why? Well described, mate. Radiohead, everything in its place everybody's doing what they need to do. Everyone's playing the role they need to play this summer. I think you uh, that, that's modern-day Aristotle stuff from you, asking the deeper <laughs> questions. When will the players get their flowers? Yeah. When will the players get their suck-off? Uh, and <laughs> all I can reply to you with, he goes, is clearly, you know, the players have you under their thumb if you're asking that question. Because yeah. uh, yeah. I have seen that advanced in certain quarters which is a sophisticated yes. save saying fucking the cesspool of online dumb cunts. There goes the video, yep. and I'm sorry. That's me again. Uh, yep. Anyway, uh, yeah, but I, I just feel like that's it's the circle of life. That's that's Elton John stuff. This is what happens in Australia when we get good. We, we just get complacent, arrogant, obnoxious. That's our right. Uh, and, and, yeah, there's certain guys on the Aussie side who have uh, – spoken out about their humanitarian causes that they care about and that means that nothing they achieve will matter and that's also australia the little the little the little dark <laughs> ugly recesses of our mind that just pop up every so often every couple of referendums or so and uh mm. and really fail to advance any kind of generosity to the skill mm. of um of guys who have achieved things that haven't been achieved in 20 years. Um, anyway, congratulations, Australia, I guess. <laughs> um, I hate the opening batter. Uh, the other guy is writing stuff on his shoes. No runs for Marnus recently. Smith's never been the same since 2019. Um, double head for Travis head won't open the... Yeah, <laughs> double failure for head. Doesn't want to open the batting. Uh, Mitchell Marsh shouldn't be in the side. I want Cam Green in the side. Uh, Alex Carey, I've had enough. Uh, no, no, no runs in so long. Um, Stark sprays him. Lyon, uh, no, I, was, the, the, I think there has to be something better. Ca uh, Cummins, Woke, Hazelwood. Hazelwood's untouchable, to be fair. Yeah, Just a big uh, old bush horse. So, you know, yeah, all good. Leave, leave Hazelwood. <laughs> So there you go. I've changed the entire team. Um, but, you know, prob probably the best team in a couple of decades that we're going to have. So enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, let's get into the three things, Pezza. First thing, Gary's 500. I mean, the numbers get better. Here he goes. Uh, oh. Turn him over. Half a thousand. Mate, or, Half or, of 1,000. Autists across the nation and globe have turned over that number and are going to work. Wasp v. Spider. Believe me. Uh, it doesn't get better than that. I know the graphic on Fox was just fucking... 500 fucking me in the face 
bang. And like, I think even Gilchrist <laughs> said, what an image. <laughs> Look at us go. Um, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> Illingworth has got to give that. <laughs> he has oh. got to give that out. <laughs> Seri- are we serious? Uh, give us the moment, what, Richard. What Richard. Done? Richard. Um, that decision was worse than Joel Wilson's. That day, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, beats Ashraf on the inside. We've seen him do that so many right. times. Cummins only just gets in the uh, the review. Um, let's go from the top. He's the third Aussie uh, to get there. It's easy to forget with Nathan Lyon, who I think to a lot of people these days. Uh, assumes the role of this kind of hardworking, persistent off-spinner. Let's not forget for a second that like the, the off-break, the core fundamental of his discipline is it's a fucking worldy piece of virtuosity. It's a worldy off-break that he's always possessed. Um, this is the guy who has who was the first to successfully transcend the weight of Shane Warne's shadow uh, at the start of his career uh, after so many had... Uh, you know, failed before him, uh, and understandably so. You know, carrying that burden of the expectation from this country and even inside cricket of what a spin bowler should be is no easy feat, and speaks to a really um, understated resilience that he has. Uh, taking five hundred wickets when Australia is the place where you ply your trade is an incredible feat as well. Um, I think that his 500 poles is a, more than anything else though, a monument to not just persistence, but constant improvement. He goes, he is a better bowler every single year. He is better now than he has been at any time in his career. Nathan Lyon, you know, and in an age of sports science, Space Jam athletes, like Nathan Lyon peaking at 36 connects us to like the rich historical tapestry of the discipline of spin where the truth is that you get better as you age uh he's at the peak of his powers right now with that nexus of spin talk wile and guile he could take hundreds more wickets if he stays fit uh so absolute hats off to him not for too long given the old uh, the salad there but but yeah that's that's my tribute to him uh i'm it's it's an it's an amazing achievement for a guy who has uh, had to fight really hard to stick with it. I mean, I think Steve Roach said it best when he said, "Me think it amazing." Uh, secondly, I, you know, I mean, you, you are talking about peaking there, and uh, I mean, I had some friends got a Dom Dollar uh, down here in Melbourne on the other night, and tell you there was plenty of blokes peaking there as well. Don't worry about that. Um, thirdly, like it's a great achievement. It's also, but it's also just these ones. You know, yeah, it's, that's a, it's true. also it's, it's, it's yeah. Have you ever turned just, a doorknob just, before? Put your fingers yeah. over it, wrap, wrap, the old, wrap the old digits around it, turn the doorknob. <laughs> mate, how do you do it? I just like that, mate. I'm just uh, in in celebration of Nathan Lyon's 500th Test wicket. I think the nation just be walking around, just opening doorknobs. Yeah, you know, just walking in, in and out of different rooms, just yeah. just twisting doorknobs. Put out you your know? doorknobs. Just... <laughs> different to put out your knobs. That's a separate thing that would get you in <laughs> yeah, a lot of trouble. Right, yeah. <laughs> we don't want a glitch there. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm just I just couldn't be more frustrated that technology exists in the game. You know, obviously, uh, obviously the game has gone. You know, VAR is running football, um, cricket for the most part is good, but like just like technology in sport has just taken the 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 raw emotion out of that. I'm just now we're just looking at like 13, 15 guys on the field looking at a big fucking LED screen, just just trying to get three reds. You know, very normal sport all this, but it's just like I just like that that raw emotion. You know, like he he's, he's kicked it off middle for a start. Like, surely Nathan Lyons is walking down there to, to Richard Dillingworth and saying, mate, Richard, you fucked me there. I mean, you've absolutely turned me over and you've done me there and you've just gone to work. I mean, you've, you've taken away... I will never get that moment of half a thousand again, Richard. Um, you know, fair enough as well, but, uh, you know, because it's bouncy in Perth. Um, anyway, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, like, you know, sometimes technology is good. Sometimes it just takes away the raw feeling of sport um, that should be uh, lived in that moment. Um, so, you know. It's just a shit decision. It was out. It, just, it was fucking salmon. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, he's kicked it. He's, yeah. He, yeah, mate. He's kicked it. Uh, second thing, uh, <laughs> the, the win itself, he goes. Australia canter uh, today. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are we looking at? You, you name it. Uh, Kawaja made some tough runs. Bison, it's a good number. Next to the old name there. Um, I'm yeah. looking at reports in the paper <laughs> saying, you know, or like online saying, you know, visitors... <laughs> A set world record chase for victory. You know, I'm happy yep. with that. I'm, I'm, I'm flies <laughs> off my cheek. I'm, I'm exhaling briefly yep. through my nose. Uh, mm. the, once again, they're three for spit. Uh, you mm. know, JL's t- talking about the Frio doctor today. I hadn't caught any of that last oh, couple yeah. of days. Um, again, I, I, I wonder whether like we've had some epic cricket this year. He goes like, yes, World Test Championship, Border Gavaskar Trophy before that, Ashes away, World Cup away in India. It doesn't. It's pretty much sort of four out of the top five most difficult things to do in cricket, like challenges. I'm kind of feeling like this uh, home summer is like it's kind of like a bit of a holiday, you know. Kick up your heels, shut the barbie on, you know, get, get yourself yep. a beer, whatever, whatever, and and just and sort of briefly exhale through your nose uh, as as you, as you walk in and out of rooms, checking the score in the cricket. Like I'm kind of I'm a lot more up for it than. I have been in the past, and I think that's as a result of the difficulty of the year where you're writing the scores, you're writing the sessions, you're writing the mini little contests in the play, you're speaking solemnly and earnestly about it. I've, I've never wanted to exhale more through my life, you know, like through my nose. Hello. How are you, little puss puss? <laughs> you I tell you what, that's gonna that's gonna be quite that's gonna be quite something on the audio. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God that catwalk passed. I was fucking walking myself verbally into a dead end there. (laughs) (laughs) Just talking about what you want from the summer. Oh mate, (laughs) I was drifting off. You talk about (laughs) absolute alleyway stuff for me there. Waiting for someone to pop out and fucking put me to put me to sleep. No idea where I was going. Catwalks past, puss puss saves me. Yeah, um, it's just like in, in terms of like just the, the overall team performance, like that's like because so often we just want someone like one of one of the worldies to do a worldy thing, you know? Yeah. Um, like we just want one of the greats yeah. to do just something so memorable. And Dave Warner's one sixty four is going to be so forgettable because you know oh. obviously a duck in the second inning. So Mitchell Johnson was right. Um, but like you know, it's just like everyone's chipped in in some capacity. Like There's probably eight guys that have done something. Eight out of ten, you know, Kawaja ninety, Mitchell Marsh ninety and sixty. He gets man of the match, gets the big wicket. You know, like everyone's just performed really well, and that's like, that's not going to put bums in seats. You know, like I, I could just a well-oiled machine where really experienced cricketers can just click 
from winning a 50 over World Cup about eight minutes ago, being drunk nonstop, and then just turning up at home and just going to work, just just going straight back into it. You know, it's just, mm. and that's the problem. That's the the problem is is that it's a really good team with really experienced cricketers doing really solid things Mm. and i'm so fucking bored of that like i you know just give me a win from the depths of despair won't someone score 700 or 400 you know won't someone take an eight for uh uh you know i'm just (laughs) we'll we'll never be happy and no one will ever give flowers um i don't know matt it's just it's it's a fucking good team mate everyone knows australia's gonna win this game i know it's arrogant but it's just the case i mean pakistan have won a game here in 24 years right or more, 27 years or something. Um, Mate, I got, I got a day so, off school like, in year five the last time Pakistan beat us here. <laughs> Seriously, it was year f- 95, Mr. Maxwell. Right. Uh, yeah, all good. Like, I'm just saying, Like I, I remember uh, Mushtaq yeah. turning us over going to work at the SCG, Wasp v Spider once again. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the last time they beat us here. Anyway, I was 10. <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. Um, you know, so and the, and the Australian team is too good to you know have uh, suffer a, a, a defeat at the hands of what is like what is a, team, a Pakistan team that has very good cricketers in it, but just like it's just not gonna, it's just not going to win here. It's just not, um, especially not at Perth. And so, no, nah, yeah, exactly. What do you what do you make of uh, like the the Steve Smith dismissal, Joel Wilson, the whole um, everything around it? Any thoughts? Um, I'm, I feel like it's not far away till Steve Smith um, gets gets one of those LBWs and then like lift up his shirt like Mario Balotelli uh, and say why always me because um, <laughs> or like, even, I feel like even, we're not far even away if, from like, that. A middle stump was cartwheeling, he'd do that. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, we, you're always getting into the mold of like. Um, you know, I don't believe technology with that stuff or like how come sometimes it's ours, how come sometimes it's not. It's just arbitrary. Well, it's not arbitrary, is it? I mean, it's just, it just feels like it is. Um, I don't know. I mean, my, my initial takeaway from it is that like when he was, when he touched God, when Steve Smith touched God, he wasn't getting out like that and now he is. So it's like, oh, is this, is it, is that interesting in any way? I mean, like if it's hitting the stumps and you're giving out, well then... I don't know. It's just, it just says it's out. So, like, mm. am I, what, am I going to be fucking against God here with this, mm. or against science? I suppose. And I'm more, I'm more God. It's like, no, ethically, it's not out. But he missed it, and the, and the thing that I trust says it's going to hit the thing. It's only going to nick it, but like, okay, I, I don't know. It's just out, isn't it? Yeah, the thing that I trust is hitting the thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree. I like, know. I wonder if, it, in a meta way, it does connect with the shit we've been talking about. Like, it's easy to get. Uh, morally grandstanding about these things when you have nothing riding on the result knowing that it's uh you know that it's already safely in the bag if if joel wilson gives smith out like that in an ashes game where everything's on the line and it's 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 kissing the bee's dick of the bale uh which more and more seems to be um a piece of equipment that doesn't come off then we're probably Mm. going fucking institute you know the joel wilson institute struck again uh, yep. but because there's nothing riding on it, we're like smudge, carry on any danger. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that's true. You know, yeah. you know, like we'd be shaking our heads like him <laughs> if it was, and, and he mm. clearly treats his test matches like that. But I do find the petulance very, very grim, especially for a player who's getting older. Uh, just, I don't yeah. think, I think it's a, um, I don't know, like a regrettable revealer of character, but still like numbers next to the name. Um, yeah, I just, just 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 noting um, 
Cummins to uh, Bubba Azam. It was good. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, I don't know what to say. He's How many good balls does Pat Cummins bowl? He just bowls so many fucking good balls. Eh. Mm. I don't know, something to think about. Um, uh, just just from Patreon, your friend Bleasdale wrote in again and said, uh, taxes, auto-asphyxiation, masturbation, and a Pakistan run-out, the three certainties for my evening. Yeah, something 100%. Yeah. Um, and I'm also, um, obviously, we are um, supported by Smith Optics Australia. Actually, we might as well just speak about them now that yeah, I've okay. just mentioned the name. But like just, 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 with, just with Travis Head now um, uh, adorning those said shades, mm. um, and, and just like getting the big old wraparounds when I was saying Travis had picked that ball up and just sort of like ping it at the stumps to Manus, you know, and it's just, and there's just more and more guys just looking fantastic. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, uh, I mentioned it before, but, um, but you can get 25% off at smithopticsaustralia.com um, with the code FAST. So Smith Optics are getting around TGC this summer for these dailies throughout the, uh, throughout the test match summer. Uh, smithopticsaustralia.com, use the code FAST for 25% off. Now, I understand it is Sunday evening here in Australia. Um, Pez are looking magnificent uh, with, those, with those bad boys on right now if you're watching uh, on YouTube here. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Um, I, be- I believe you can get it. I believe you can still get your shades if you buy it right now before mm. the end of the weekend. If you go right now, you'll get it before Christmas, which is on obviously next Sunday, so seven days' time. So hopefully you get it this week if you order right now. Use the code FAST for 25% off. We've been looking after the field collection here um, at smithopticsaustralia.com. They've got the Wildcat. Uh, there's also the Bobcat. There's the Vert. The vert. I, think, yeah. uh, I, think, I think I saw Cummins in the Vert today. I think yeah. I saw Cummins he likes in the a, he Vert, likes a vert. style today. He likes the yeah, vert. I've, I've, I've just put these bad boys on, and um, firstly, I just feel like I look like Emmett Brown, Back to the Future 2, when he's come from the yep. future. Uh, yep. which would be around about now as well, Doc Brown, uh, respect. But um, uh, mm. one foot on the trophy on Patreon, which is where the chat on Patreon is yeah. is fast becoming, or already is, the best place for TJC discourse, not to be confused with a Brooklynite speaking about golf courses. But uh, <laughs> one foot on the trophy wrote, this isn't no cash for comments shit, but geez, the boys look great in those fucking shades. Get in tonight for delivery before Christmas. We don't know who this code is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Someone might want to get a pair on Gaza, though, as well, because I know he's in the Oakleys. Yeah. We've got permission yes. uh, to, to speak about yeah. this, but uh, I think it's very fair to say that these shades are an evolution on that brand. Uh, I, yes. I think... To When you got Camo, uh, the horse, Heady, the Bison... On, yep. In these, then it's it's game set yep. match, isn't it? So twenty five percent off using yep. the code fast. Uh, you got all the Christmas trappings, etc. Um, speaking of Christmas trappings, he goes on to the third thing. Don't know if we're yep. going to talk about this solemnly or not. Uh, I, I think first comment on it goes to you after some well, uh, you know, some well worded tweets on on uh, tweets, well worded uh, pros <laughs> on Twitter today on Perth. The game being in Perth, okay. I don't know if you're like you're happy to like lean into this or something. I like what you tweeted. I uh, like how many morons yeah. wrote back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what do we think? Where, where are we at vis-a-vis Perth as a venue? People turning up. You got commentators today uh, bemoaning the lack of crowd. Uh, it's been an yeah. ongoing source of frustration from all camps. It appears to me. Uh, what is where, where are you landing on the uh, like vis-a-vis Perth? My feelings about Perth, generally speaking, it's got a huge role to play in the stability of mankind for a start. Um, but it's Agreed. also got a uh, 
a really central place in Australian cricket right now. They should have a test match every single summer. They should have a high-profile test match. Um, the stadium itself is absolutely magnificent. If anyone's had the privilege of being there, um, I include people in Perth um, in, the, <laughs> in that. Um, but uh, my my issue with it is that like just enormous stadia in Australia generally when we're like, there's just not that many people live here. So like in Perth, I tweeted earlier today, there's 2 million people in Perth. To fill the stadium, you need 3% of the entire population to be at the grounds to fill it. Now, um, obviously when footballers played there or um, Coldplay play there or even the State of Origin once in a blue moon, they get big numbers. Those games, those events and things often happen on weekends. They are, are of about two to three hours in length um, and they are much more um, sustainable to have in your life, generally speaking. I think the problem with the Perth Test match this time of year, and it's obviously being extremely easy to criticise it if you're from Sydney or Perth, where you get the fucking luxury yeah. of... Uh, yeah, of um, uh, sorry, Mel- yeah. If you're if you're from Melbourne or Sydney, uh, you get the luxury of saying like, well, why don't you just turn up? Like, uh, I mean, sure, when the game's on in my city, um, it's Christmas holidays. I don't know what fucking day it is. Uh, it just fits in nicely to my rituals of Christmas and time off generally from work. So we have the same conversation with fucking Brisbane when they've had the first test matches the last few years. People are still at work. So when the game starts on a Thursday, day two, Friday, people are still at work. Then in on Saturday in Perth, they're still playing local cricket so all like your central audience are still playing on day three of the test match then it's like okay well sunday what about why don't you turn up on sunday who the fuck buys tickets to day four even if it's on sunday no one does that and even if you did want to turn you wake up in the morning and you're fresh if in case you haven't had your christmas party from work on friday or you've circled on saturday and you wake up in sunday morning and i'm in perth and it's day four of the test match the game's fucking over you know kawaja and marsh are building a lead of 450 or whatever it was and okay then you then you might get to see nathan Lyons 500 the week you might have seen Mitch Marsh's 100. If I'm living in a city where that's happening and I'm paying whatever the cost of a ticket is, let's say you pay 100 bucks for a ticket. It's like, ah, am I really doing that for just to see the boys sort of tick it over and then just run through Pakistan? Like the contest is over. So like, you know, I don't think any city in Australia would have done any better. And I include Sydney and Melbourne in that. Okay, yes, they have two and a half times the population. So maybe a few more people would have turned up. But like... I mean, come on, like seriously, like if Mm. you have work on a Thursday and it's the first test match of the summer and I worked in a previous job apart from this, am I taking the day off? You know what? I'm probably not. And I, and I fucking love it. Like I, and I've loved this test match and I, yeah. So I don't know. I think the criticism is a bit harsh. I agree. um, And a a little bit grandstanding from people that live in bigger cities who who get a fucking test match when it's holidays. I totally agree. I I just think you're, you're bang on. Smaller population than big cities, they have a massive stadium. The optic doesn't look good. When you combine that Mm -hmm. with, as you say, people are at work on days one and two, pre-Christmas, we're not into the rhythm of uh, leisure time. Cricket is a weird game, unlike footy, as you say. It's not appointment viewing, you know, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're on weird random days. Uh, And because the East Coast establishment uh, cities get the best content, everyone has to fight for the scraps around it. Uh, then you throw in that we're playing weak opposition, which, by the way, is a confection of global cricket, particularly the top three nations, who have basically frozen a lot of these countries out of the capacity to play test cricket. So, you know, we've made our own bed in some respects. Uh, And then you sense this uh, pattern at the moment where uh, 
last year the Windies got the you know the Perth got the Windies test. Okay, the West Indies are playing their fucking third eleven because they've figured out that they can't afford to play cricket and the best players play T Twenty cricket. Before that was COVID. Uh, Perth missed an Ashes test and then they missed an India test as well the year before that. Mm-hmm. So they've had no good content against the big teams for the last couple of years. Then you throw in the JL Farago. Uh, you know if you give. Perth, some good content at a good time, I bet they respond just as any other city would. Uh, I think state rivalries can be really funny at times, but when it gets to actual xenophobia, it's really fucking ugly and grim. And you said this at the top of the um, the dailies a couple of days ago and at the podcast at the start of this week, like Perth is a great place, produces great sports people, great, great sporting action. It's a really special part of the Australian summer aesthetic uh, I can see why they're why people there feel a little bit disrespected, um, and I bet that when England and India come out and Perth gets those games, Optus is going to look fucking awesome. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I think that a lot of this um, uh, crowing about Perth people not turning up is is way over the top and unfair with uh, the scraps that they've been given. Hundred percent, mate. <clears throat> uh, couldn't agree more. Uh, before we um, move on to hashtag RCDC, we're just going to give a shout out. The main podcast, I think, is going to come out tomorrow, so we'll have a bigger chat about world cricket, uh, generally speaking, and of course, reviewing this full, this this test match in full. Uh, that'll come out in all the usual places. But uh, just a quick shout out here for our um, uh, our live show in Sydney, which is the only live show with tickets available. We have very nearly sold out the MOR. I think we're about ninety percent capacity, meaning there are only a few tickets left. If you want to come along and watch us live, uh, do our our live show. Uh, we're in Melbourne now uh, this week, which is really, really exciting. Uh, playing at the Forum, which is a great venue with Adam Zampa. Simon Kadich is our guest in Sydney. Um, there'll be a link in the description of this uh, video and on the audio, wherever you listen to this. There'll be a link to buy tickets if you're in Sydney on January 2. Simon Kadich, the Enmore. That's going to be our biggest show we've ever done. Really, really exciting. 1,600 people at the Enmore there. So um, we are very nearly sold out and we so want to sell it out. Um, so please do come along uh, and join us for that night. It's going to be fucking amazing. The night before the SCG test. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> Um, hashtag RCGC he goes this comes exclusively from Patreon join us patreon.com forward slash Craig Cricket to get part of that chat uh, I am a human male says what's the more impressive achievement Gary snagging 500 or Mrs. Goat landing the peak Australian male yeah. Uh, um, yeah that's um, yeah who's yeah, who's taking the better grab yeah um, <laughs> Emma's just got buckets you know when it comes to selecting the male <laughs> Uh, That's right. Yeah. Absolute buckets. Yeah. Stick the old Duke out. Uh, Jack Mitchell says, is the the subtext to what's he like as a, to the what's he like as a bloke summer, Australian Mm. cricketers you'd fuck after the Hoff chat the other day. So, so, because we've, we've coined the summer, it's the what's he like as a bloke summer, given there's no actual kind of a rigor around the opposition. Mm -hmm. Is what we're really saying, you know, who would you, what is it? What is it? Australian cricketers you'd fuck. Um, are we getting I, into that sort of category no, with the team? I mean, uh, no, it, it is. It is. Not, a, it has oh. annoyed me for a period of time that there's no one single in the team, which is another probably in, uh, a case for Lance Morris and the side. Too much too settled stability off the field, uh, stability of mankind on the field. Um, so uh, I don't think we're leaning into that just yet. I thought that I was a Hoff thing. Really, yeah, it just really struck me with Hoff. I just yeah. saw it. he's looking was, looking um, really good. Uh, fat, mad, and sad wrote, "I'd buy Mitch Marsh a flashlight." Money on the table, bloke is hot. <laughs> Maybe. 
maybe Jack Mitchell's right. Because just, just ideas for Christmas. Well, These are ideas for Christmas. Yeah. Turn them over. Just wrote in, turn them over. Go to work. <laughs> Liam says, if I said Gary was shit, I'd be a lion. Six months. Seven. <laughs> See, this is maybe maybe our patron maybe our patron community, and you can join us there. As Pez mentioned earlier, maybe that's the only community that's actually celebrating the team, that's sucking off the team, and they're doing that yeah. by saying that I buy Mitch Marsh a flashlight. Yeah, Hoff is hot. Yep. Jamie Kappa says, yeah. "Well done to Lion from a Tiger fan." <laughs> classy, very classy, classy. Oh, from a Tiger fan. Yeah, it's very, it's very classy. Um, yeah, and. Uh, Dermatologists hate me. Uh, just wrote in, babe, who's uh, who's, who's coming out to play the Aussies this summer? What, what, do you, what do you mean the first test over, babe? <laughs> That's what he wanted. Dermatologists hate me. <laughs> in the category of one weird trick. Um, all right, Pezza World, it's been a great week. The Australian summer has started. Christmas is around the corner. People starting their last week of work, I suspect, before some time off, some well-earned time off. Um, we'll see you guys in Melbourne uh, for the Melbourne show, oh, Sydney, yeah. Brisbane and Perth in consecutive days after that into the new year. But we'll see you guys on the internet very, very soon. In fact, I suspect it might be tomorrow. See you then. <laughs>